0: I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! In five, four, three. Anyone
1: claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling
0: fiction. I've abandoned free-market principles to save the free-market system.
1: But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out
0: what is in it.
1: Raising the debt ceilings does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profit. I know words, I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why
0: I alone can fix it.
2: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, we are live once again, broadcasting from Orcas Island. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, running on almost no sleep. I'm a couple hours ahead of Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell and somewhat of an insomniac Johnny Profita and back with me over way over there in Hillbilly land is the one and only Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's up, man?
1: I'm really disappointed in myself because I promised that I would have the the intro with the video ready for today and i have it ready i just couldn't get it to upload in time to start the show so i'm
2: I'm very disappointed it
1: will it will be there next week it will it's all uh, i got all the clips put together and everything i think it's gonna be pretty cool just wasn't in the cards for today
2: yeah well who's this asshole you're recording with at three o'clock that's messing up our live friday schedule
1: tommy sammons of year zero (laughs)
2: And what are you guys talking about?
1: Uh, we're gonna be—we're actually gonna be talking about the uh, Anthony Oliver's Richmond, north of Richmond, and some of the uh, like the social implications of the song and the the public response to it and stuff like that, and and looking a little deeper at kind of what has led uh, Hillbilly Land to. Feel that way, uh, so we'll we'll be talking about a lot of a lot of stuff with the ideas around what's going on societally, especially in like rural America. That's leading people to really, really distrust. I mean, as if rural America didn't distrust the the government enough as it was. Uh, the past ten years or so has really pushed way past where it had been previously. Like the 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 2016 Trump election was kind of a microcosm into that, but there's so much more that's been going on uh, and seeing it come up in like popular music and stuff like that is uh, we're going to, we're going to look at a lot of that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. I was just, as I was waiting for you to hop on relatively late for your punctual self, I saw the headline that that guy just turned down like some $8 million deal from a record executive
1: yeah it's that 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 part is pretty cool um which he i think he probably knows like he sees the like the jason aldean and the other stuff that gets promoted as like country music and uh you know the the stuff that's supposed to be taking a shot at the man and they always sell out they always become some horrible corporate shill bullshit and I think he's. I think he's sincere. I think he's genuine. I don't think he's going to go the route of some of those other types of acts.
2: That's that's impressive, man. Turning down eight million is uh, it's really putting your uh, your money where your mouth is, or vice versa, <laughs> your mouth where your money should be. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Um, I, I remember seeing a really funny. Uh, it was like a Babylon Bee headline when that song first came out. It's like, country music fans are stunned by an actual person from the country making a good country music song or something like that. It was just perfect, man. God, the Babylon Bee really hits it on the nail on the head almost every time.
1: Well, and that's because a lot of the I mean, what you see as country music acts, most of them aren't actually country at all. And the ones who are like from rural areas tend to be more like fake country. Like they were rich kids that didn't spend their entire childhood in a field, or you know, you know didn't didn't do the thing. They they're singing songs that have been crafted to hit the algorithm and make people think a certain thing and feel a certain thing about them. But they're not. It's not real country music. It's it's this pseudo country music that sells well. Like and the. Uh, like Morgan Wallen had a, a mullet for a while. So like they, their image and everything about them is just crafted and it's completely fake. And it's giving this persona of what is supposed to be country, what's supposed to be you know, appealing to rednecks, but it, they're not actually that. To, mm-hmm. So to see somebody come out that's like, he's just a legitimate Appalachian boy. Like that's refreshing and, uh, he a does nice look like a
2: fucking appellation. <laughs> like, like, if you looked that up in the dictionary, there'd be a fucking picture of him or an encyclopedia. <laughs> Remember encyclopedias? Jesus. <laughs> For the, the kids out there today, this is how we used to look stuff up.
1: It's funny you if said you... that because um, Stephanie's grandparents had like a whole set of encyclopedias. And so like we found them when we were doing all the cleaning and stuff and one of the kids was like, "What are all of these books?" It's like, "This these are encyclopedias. Like this is how we used to look stuff up. Like you didn't have the internet to go Google something. You didn't have Wikipedia. Yeah, you had no. a book. Like you, you had, had-
2: yeah and you just had to hope that it was in the book and the way you look it up was kind of bizarre this was like something people did you were like door-to-door encyclopedia salesman as like a teenager and they were fucking expensive i remember yeah we had we had a world book encyclopedia as a kid i remember like buying the books they, were, they cost a lot of money and then it's like you know the first book is like a through b and then c
1: well, that was the weird thing too. Was like the something. way that you looked information up was you had to like think of what the topic was and then pick the book that was in that alphabetical range. But you might be wrong. Like you know, obviously if you're looking for World yeah, War II, it's going to be the Redneck W's, or Hillbilly, but, right? <laughs> like. You, you might and, have yeah. to go through look at you might have to look at like two or three books and right
2: and then fine. you had to read like the whole fucking they'd have like five or six pages on the topic depending on what it was and you had to read the whole thing to see if your answer was even in there this is the struggle that we went through as kids and now these kids today it's like you you just type the question and i sometimes you get a really biased google answer but at least you get something and now they have the ai stuff which is just I I can't imagine getting a failing grade in a class if you have AI to, like, do all the work for you.
1: Right. Like, you can... So, I have... uh, Do you use Snapchat at all or any of these other...
2: No, I I could never figure out Snapchat. It kind of scared me. (laughs) I just just started a TikTok account for the podcast. And a lot like the other accounts, I haven't posted shit yet.
1: (laughs) So, there's a... uh snapchat has uh, a my ai and uh and so like you can ask it questions and it'll answer your questions and you can kind of have conversations with it and stuff and so i've been playing with the like the my ai and i'll ask it stuff and try to and uh try to influence it to answer my questions in a certain way and and it'll give research and stuff Uh like it uh it's it's not it's not bad like you could probably use it for a a research platform pretty easily um and get all the information you want it's it's a interesting tool but yeah i don't the the ai stuff like there's no way in the information age there's no way anybody should ever be ignorant of anything like you can find all the information you need on everything all the time
2: yeah have you tried the 4 point the chat gpt 4.0 yet mhm that's what everybody's talking about the 3.5 is still kind of shitty if you're trying to get it to do Uh, very specific things you know like if you wanted to mimic your style of something it it can't really do that but apparently the four can and uh yeah i just i don't even know what questions to ask these things (laughs) and certainly don't know how to like ask the right questions to like hack them and make them not give you just uh you know, ridiculously woke answers or, um, just avoid the question. We were messing around with it a little bit, actually at the happy hour. Now that I think about it, uh, a couple Fridays ago and, uh, trying to get it to, Oh, we were trying to come up with, um, lesbian insults cause there aren't any and it wouldn't give me any either. It, it didn't say there are no, it just says, I'm not going to give you derogatory blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you could just tell me there's only one, there's only one good one
1: you should have told it i'm a lesbian so it's okay
2: yeah i'm a lesbian what would you call me if you wanted to hurt my feelings <laughs> but uh yeah people not surprisingly all the peddling fiction podcast listeners that showed up to the happy hour showed up woefully unprepared no good insults so the the search
1: <laughs> the search
2: for lesbian derogatory terms continues
1: Maybe you not. Know, i'm I'm just going to ask my ex-wife. Like, Surely she's got some. Since she is one, she would know, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shocking that you drove her lesbianism. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we have a couple other things to talk about that are somewhat relevant to what we usually discuss on the podcast, I think. What did I send you?
1: Let's see. We've got a bunch of stuff. we got the Doom Loop. Of San Francisco, we've got just um, spree of robberies in Chicago. We've got the Hawaiian official who won't let them use water oh, to put yeah, up let's fires. Let's
2: talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about Maui. Yeah, so I think I also just sent you um, a follow-up article to this because apparently this guy has now resigned Um, Facing mounting pressure and showing uh, about the appropriate amount of uh, um, remorse, self-reflection, regret as you would expect from a fucking piece of shit government official. Like he's just indignant about the whole thing. How dare it! Like I don't, I don't feel bad about uh, these hundred and it's up to 111 people now. I guess they found another body somewhere. just crazy how many people died in this fire and there's still thousands missing right there's just thousands of people unaccounted for which chances are a lot of them are in the the wreckage somewhere and this uh this guy just um would not give people water (laughs) when they asked for it to put out fires like i i think there were a bunch of a bunch of houses where like there's just these little spot fires that are popping up around that you could put out if you had water but they they shut the water off i guess it's it might have something to do with like i don't know if this is how maui works but in other places it's like the the pump system it, like it runs on electricity or whatever to pump the water to all these places and so the electrical issues are causing these fires, and so they turn off the, the water. And you can't get any water to your house to put these fires out before they spread and, and actually engulf you in flames. But this guy, this, um, you know, servant of the people. <laughs> I love how they refer to themselves in this, I'm a public servant. Uh, yeah, let, let's go ahead and play the
0: clip. The commission is responsible per, per our authorizing statute to protect and manage all water resources in the state. One water is like taking it and looking at it from a holistic system perspective. And that's not diff- any different than how Hawaiians traditionally manage water. You know, in, in essence, we treated a uh, Native Hawaiians treated water as one of the earthly manifestations of a god and a kua, kane. And so that reverence. Um, for a resource and that reciprocity in relationship was, was something that was really, really important to our worldview and, and well-being, right? And living in an island, in isolated from other you know, civilizations. Um, and so I think where it shifted to today or over time is that we've become used to looking at water as like something which we use and not necessarily something w- that we revere as that thing that gives us life, right? I mean, to me, it's a shift in value set. Um, and you know, if we can start to really look at how we as humans in an island um, can reconnect to that traditional value set. So really my motto is always like, let water connect us and not divide us. Like we, we can share it, but it requires true conversations about equity.
1: That means that everybody gets to have their house burned down equally. No one will be spared.
0: Yeah. Well, did
2: they teach all of you this, all this crap in Hawaiian studies? He's a Hawaiian studies major, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently that takes an entire four years of college to figure out uh, Hawaiian studies being a Hawaiian. I forget. Are these islands? Are they surrounded by fucking water? That's how an island works, right? The water is like a pretty big aspect of it. I, I mean, this is just so fucking ridiculous. It's almost like he was—he uh, did it on purpose to punish these people. You don't—you don't revere water enough. So I'm gonna show you that it really is the life, you know, the, the blood of life, or whatever. I forget what the fuck he called it. But yeah, obviously, like um, people have a great appreciation for water. You know, when they really appreciate it, when their fucking house is on fire and they need some to put out the fire before they die. How about that? It, it, it's just unbelievable. He starts out holistic and Hawaiians' connection to water and blobby blah blob. blah. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? These people well, are burning to death.
1: <laughs> How I'm about sure using the
2: water for that?
1: I'm sure it was a bunch of rich mainlanders who live there, have businesses there, or whatever. So this is just this is just uh, the 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 uh, Hawaiian water gods' way of. Uh, Yes, getting reparations out of these people for coming in and, and uh, appropriating their land and, and using it for the, the evil white man's... That's exactly whatever. right.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of animosity towards uh, Hawaiians, I guess, to the, the rest of Americans that have gone over there and bought up all this land. Uh, there's a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, all of the um, super-rich uh, people that have the biggest plots of land, um, all their places remain untouched. Oprah Winfrey, um, which some some other you know billionaires have places on on that island. I forget um, who else has one. Owen Owen Wilson, I think, has a place. I'm sure they're they're taking in refugees and yeah, yeah helping house all these poor people that have lost everything, and um, the government has only given them $700.
1: Well, and there's also been a lot of talk about this is uh, probably going to be used as a land grab. They're getting right. ready to. They're getting ready to. There's already talk of once the fires are out and everything is contained and under control, then they're going to uh, more or less put this all this property in government control and start building affordable housing and doing all of this type of stuff to. Uh, try to push forward, you know, this unitary or not um, like one world vision of how the, how everything should be and, and have like uh, one big happy, what the fuck ever and make everybody live together and, you know, no more private property and you will own nothing and, and you'll love it.
2: Yeah, it's, I was reading
1: another, Maui's going to be the guinea pig for that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was reading Another article I'm surprised I didn't send it to you, but it's, uh, yeah, no, they're already having people, uh, you know, realtors and investors calling up all these people who lost their houses and trying to buy the, their land up from under them. The government stepped in and prevented that, uh, that the, I don't know if it was the governor or the mayor. I, I forget the, the politician that was like, Oh, we're not going to let this happen. And using the, the exact same, you know, Uh, excuse, you know, of these people coming in and buying up native uh, Hawaiian lands when these people are suffering. And it turns out that um, the government wants to buy all this. Mm -hmm. They're they're preventing private people from coming in and buying the land because they're angling to figure out a way for the government to buy it. And so the spin is, yeah, these evil, um, you know, white, white man coming in here to buy up the local stuff. But, you know, some of these people they have nothing they can't wait for the insurance claims to to sort it out uh so they're being offered you know i don't know what i guess below market for the land and the payout for the insurance claim or whatever and if you know if you i'd rather have that option than not have the option you know what i mean it's like you don't have to sell if you don't want to if you have another avenue but if uh you know If Oprah Winfrey is not going to open up her her house to you and the government's only going to give you 700 bucks, (laughs) but but prevent you from selling your land. It's just like, what what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? And I mean, I wonder how many private charities would exist for this exact purpose if all of these tax dollars weren't spent year after year going to the government, you know, 30, 40 percent of people's income goes to the government to allegedly take care of the, like, this is the stuff that they talk about when you say we should just abolish government. Like, what about fire? What about fire, uh, police and fire and, and, uh, homeless people and uh, all these poor people that need help. And it's like, well, um, I, you know, I give to charities. If I had 40% more of my income, I could give even more to charities that actually do things, not these fucking corrupt politicians that give you 700 bucks and tell you to fuck off.
1: Right. It's like, and then if some of these charities that already exist, try to do this stuff, they get shut down or like they get audited or like they get told that, that they can't do that because that's not a part of what they're supposed to be doing. They can only do this and this, but they can't do like. Then they get they get handcuffed into not even being able to to do the things that they want to do. Meanwhile, the government sits back and does literally nothing. Uh, you know, you've got the guy that won't release water to put out the fires. You've got the other guy that didn't sound and wouldn't sound the alarms, and has since resigned. The one that you oh yeah, that's about. the guy that
2: resigned. Sorry, I got them confused. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was the water guy, but it's not. It's the alarm guy. There's there's so many government failure. It's not even that they're not doing anything. They're actively messing things up and getting in the way. It's like the um, the school shooting where they're like stopping the parents from going in there and saving their kids. Uvaldi.
1: Yeah. Well, and like this guy, his 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 logic and reasoning for not sounding the alarms was that. Uh, It wouldn't have mattered for the people on the mountain. They would have died anyway. It's like, even even if we sounded the siren, we would not have saved those people out there on the mountainside. Like, that's not a reason to just not fucking do it. Like, at least give me a running chance, right?
2: Yeah. It's not like, uh, is something hurt by these sirens? Does this, like, uh, mess up the air, uh, the the sound pollution of the local Hawaiian natives? (laughs) It's like... Or maybe it's bad for the wildlife or something. What do you th- what was, what do you think this fucking guy was doing instead of his job? He must have just been like jerking off or something instead of lighting the uh, sounding the alarm. I
1: was, just you know what I mean. He was probably, probably he was probably head out head
2: fishing head. or something. You know why? How could you not sound the al- like? You have one job. It's like sound the alarm. There's a big fucking fire let the people know it's unbelievable man how many failure? like imagine if this was you know ancapistan and this was you know this fire which probably could have been put out with some water at least mitigated with some water and uh sirens could have gotten people out of harm's way in time and it was just a complete failure across the board and then they you know they step in i, I how many times have we watched like uh, after hurricanes and um you know tornadoes and earthquakes and things like that where it's like th- they step in and stop charities from like giving water like bringing in water and things like that they like they like stop you from doing that and i remember hurricane katrina you had guys like going out on their own boats to pick people up because uh, uh i forget what bush was doing but he- <laughs> you're just hiding in some cabin somewhere. It's wild, man. But if they're, they're just going to get so much slack for just doing a, not even a subpar job, just like a terrible job across the board, just complete failures when it matters most. Like when your life is on the line, are these the idiots that you want to depend on? Um, It's, it's wild how much slack that they're given versus the, the private sector in, in matters that are similar to this. It's just incredible to me.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like the people who they put in charge actively don't care. Like this guy was quoted as saying like he, he had no, like he didn't have any remorse over not yeah. sounding the sirens, like none whatsoever. He was just like, fuck, fuck them. Yeah. And
2: that water guy didn't give a shit either. It was like it was about equity and holistic approach to water, blah blah. But what? They just well, throw out these fucking buzzwords.
1: It's uh... like what? Are, I, I guess I guess like what are these sirens supposed to indicate? Because like he said that he's he said that he was concerned that if they sounded the sirens, that. People would run inland and start to go up the mountains and run and run into the fire
2: and like. I bet they use the same sirens for tsunamis, (laughs) so it's like a tsunami warning. Yeah, they would have run away from the water. How how about have two different sirens? I don't know. Like,
1: (laughs) are people not going to see that there's smoke on the mountain when they go to run? I don't know. Like, are Hawaiians really that dumb?
2: Maybe they are. They are kind of a stupid people.
1: I mean, sound sound <laughs> the alarm and give them a you know, give them a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Like either they run away from it or they run into it, but at least they know something the fuck is up and they need to be running somewhere. Whereas you do nothing and then they just all die anyway. Good job. That's like we have a chance to either do some harm or some good, or we have a chance to do absolutely nothing, which would be exclusively harm. We're going to yeah. take the nothing because government.
2: Yeah, just wildly unprepared. I, I'd expect nothing less. But apparently people want to trust them with more responsibilities. They want to trust them with uh, your livelihood, your retirement, your saving, like everything, um, your kids education, your health care, all these really important things. And it's just like every time their system is put to the test, it's an abysmal failure. And it's just, I I can't imagine just thinking, oh yeah, we'll get this guy to resign. We'll get somebody else in there to sound the alarm when it's an emergency. But yeah, uh, 100%, it's a tsunami uh siren that they have, which they probably sound after like an earthquake or something if the water gets sucked out. It's like, all right, yeah, run run for the hills. How about have two different sirens? Like how, how hard could this be? Um, or some announcement system. You know, they have the, uh, the Amber alert for when kids go missing,
1: whatever happened to trump's national emergency thing? remember when like you uh, everybody got on their cell phone got the notification that like this is trump's oh, yeah. and it like pissed all the all the liberals off because they got a message from Trump that popped up on their phone- like it was so invasive of him to send them this message like testing that emer- that national emergency thing, yeah. Whatever happened to that? Why can't, the
2: they,
1: <laughs> why can't they implement something like that in, in Hawaii? Just send everybody yeah. on the island a fucking uh, notification on their phone. Because you know everybody's got their phone in their hand, or at least somewhere close that they could see it. Like, send everybody a notification. Hey, there's a fucking fire. Run, you idiots.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think, apparently, I remember hearing somebody use, like, some Google or some Apple iPhone function, emergency, Apple, whatever, Satellite blah, blah blah blah, and they were able to communicate with, um, with some of the emergency responders, and that that probably saved their life. But yeah, it. I mean, I'm sure the government will come out with it now, and it's going to be some sort of backdoor into stealing all of your fucking <laughs> all of your data and some way of controlling you even more than they already do.
1: There's actually a way to turn that stuff off. Um, I've got. I don't get any any emergency notifications or Amber alerts or any of that stuff. Fuck them kids. I don't care. Uh, But you can actually turn all of that stuff off or you just have to go and find it in the, I can't remember where it is in settings and notifications, but uh, (laughs) I I looked it up and and got it all turned off. So I don't get any of that stuff ever.
2: (laughs) Yeah. A lot of good that would do for you. You got no government sirens and no cell phone alerts. I don't want to (laughs) know. What if there's a fire, Justin? All right. What uh? What else we got? I, I hope everything works out over there in Maui. I mean, I did. I joked about buying up land when this first. I was like, hey, maybe it's a good time to start looking at Maui. So, I had the thought too. I don't exactly have the millions of dollars to execute, but
1: all the white predators have the same idea. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never been a white i haven't either and it's i don't know i'm not a big fan of beaches so it might not really be my, uh, my cup of then. tea.
2: yeah i just I, feel like there's cheaper islands to go to
1: like i know they have inland like mountainous areas and stuff and that's more my thing but uh i don't know tropical climates and, and beach and sand just really not so much speaking not of
2: uh the way you guys like yeah. dirt
1: that's right. Speaking of uh, fires, how about a dumpster fire? That is the Biden administration.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, this was this was classic. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if this does this article have the um, the clip of Biden's speech? It's just I could I didn't actually watch the the speech, but I could just hear it. Yeah, I could hear it in my head. <laughs> he just starts yelling like. Make me a single
0: objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we failed on. Name me one in all of our history, not one. Name me. <laughs> just
2: like, oh my God! Yeah, and so apparently this just set Twitter a blast with people listing <laughs> failures of the Biden administration. Um, I didn't. I didn't read through all of them. I was like, ah, How much of these are going to be just like? republican talking points that are just like kind of tired and then how how many of them are going to be hilarious um yeah like the they all they love the botched afghanistan withdrawal and it's like all right man i mean i guess but (laughs) it's the fucking what do you expect from the military Botched withdrawals is like all we do after losing work. Do you remember Vietnam? How botched that withdrawal was. Um, but yeah, just name me one failure. It's like, dude, you had you had inflation at forty-year highs, nine <laughs> percent. Um, man, we're gonna shut. Yeah, shut, oh yeah, he's gonna cure cancer. I just thought that the you know, he was going to be the great uniter. And I'm surprised that the country is just so divided.
1: Right. What happened to all that unity and bringing back uh, dignity to the white house,
2: dignity to the white house. And there's, yeah, there's this thing that he does where he just like, he goes off on these old man rants where he just like raises his voice as if that uh, makes your point stronger. Name That's me right one here.
1: Tell me one. <laughs> This right here is one of my favorites. No one making less than four hundred thousand dollars a year says we'll pay a single penny more in federal taxes. It's a commitment I've kept so far. When, like, within the first year, year and a half, they raised taxes on anyone making more than twenty thousand dollars a year, and then they took away all the child tax credits and everything. So you may not have act, you may not have paid as much, but you didn't get as much back. Which meant that for some people, you actually had to pay in because you didn't get any of your child tax credits that you had been getting before.
2: Yeah, and of course they're going like they're going after the the six hundred dollar Venmo transactions. It's not like that's not going to increase your tax burden when you have to start reporting all that (laughs) or that all that income to the IRS. It's just like, dude, I, I the the situation the the sentence should be reversed. It's like, name me one accomplishment we followed through on. Name me one, Mr. Biden. And, and your entire, you've been in fucking government for what, 50 years? Name me one thing that you followed through on that the American people wanted you to do. Not like fucking, um, <laughs> you know, run crack through fucking New York City and throwing people in prison for half their lives. I guess they got some assault weapons ban. A lot of Americans want that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, very few accomplishments to point to.
1: Well, uh, the speaking of the assault weapons ban, like that's the one thing that he might be able to tout was his the '94 crime bill, except that that hasn't actually done anything to dissuade crime. And the assault weapons ban that was a part of the '94 crime bill, even though they say that that. The Democrats say that that reduced gun violence, if you actually look at the statistics, there's no real evidence that 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 did anything that the that the ban had anything to do with that. It was kind of it coincided with a uh, which with what was already trending as a dip in very specific types of violent crime. So, like, it just kind of they kind of caught a uh, they kind of caught a break with certain uh certain things were yeah, like demographic shifts New, right at New the New same time cracked that they did it, down
2: on on crime yeah it's like yeah they passed the legislation did the legislation accomplish what you said it was going to do like name me one thing uh, you're going to make college affordable affordable housing you're going to build back better uh, all these bank bailouts and everything that we're gonna save the economy—it's all just a bunch of fucking nonsense. They, yes, they can pass the legislation. Is it actually accomplishing what they claim it's going to? Absolutely not. It's always the opposite. But the, yeah, that's a good point. Like if they, if if they kept the exact same mentality that they have right now in places like Chicago and San Francisco, this woke, oh, we're just gonna let. You know, petty crime go, and we're not gonna prosecute anybody, and we're not gonna punish anybody for doing this or for doing that, and they pass an assault weapons ban. Uh, you're still going to get all these carjackings in Chicago. Uh, San Francisco's still gonna be a crime-ridden shithole because none of these crimes are being committed with assault weapons. It's the culture in the city that's letting these fucking hooligans run amok. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: speaking of Yeah, which one's this? Chicago's
1: right. having a yeah. spree of robberies.
2: Yeah. So, um in the span of 2 days in early yeah, so when it gets really hot in the summer too, Chicago really gets bad. So, I don't know, maybe it's the temperature's turning up over there in August, but uh armed robbers hit 19 separate times. Uh it created a spike in robbery and uh, armed robberies, forty nine percent in the last month, <laughs> compared to the same period just a year ago. In the South Loop, uh, hundreds of youth mob. There, yeah, there's uh, these flash mobs that just run into fucking stores. Uh, they they trashed a Seven Eleven. Uh, car thefts. It's it's wild. So yeah. Um, Two thirds of the way through 2023, the number of total major crimes committed in the city through July is 34 percent higher, (laughs) which is which was 33 percent higher than the year before. So it's going up 30 plus percent every year uh, that these woke mayors in in these cities, uh, Chicago in particular. I'm really surprised Lori Lightfoot wasn't the savior of Chicago. I just I, I did not see that coming. And of course now they've doubled down on these ridiculous uh i don't even know what to call them there has to be a word for like an extreme version of these like woke social justice warrior people
1: wasn't it the teachers union guy that ended up winning this year He like he beat out yeah. the the police union guy uh that i can't believe that like yeah. when you're seeing when you've seen violent crime and just general crime in general Constantly going up. I can't believe the teachers union guy beat out the fucking police union guy. But that probably that's probably a testament to just how much pull and how big of a swinging dick the teachers union has in Chicago.
2: Yeah, yeah. We know Lori Lightfoot had has the biggest dick in Chicago, but the teachers union is a close second. It, yeah, it's why it's also probably a testament to how many people have just left the fucking city because anybody that would vote, you know, the other way just left like it, it looks dude. it looks hopeless and I know people that have lived in Chicago for like 70 years and they're just like I don't fucking drive at night anymore I don't go out at night because I'm going to get I feel like I'm going to get carjacked it's just a matter of time and a lot of this stuff's just happening in broad daylight now I, if I lived there I would not fucking leave my place without my fucking without my nine on my hip uh, I was that way, you know, five six years ago. I've since lost my uh, my right to concealed carry there. I still have my firearm owner ID card; that's still valid. But in order to uh, maintain my my concealed carry, I would have had to go back to Chicago, take a course for the weekend, and qualify at the range again. It's just like I'm not I don't live there anymore, so it's no longer my fucking problem. But man, what? A goddamn mess. I can't believe people still live there. It's shocking to me how how slow people are on the on the realization that this this city is just for the time being, it is a com it's a loss. It's lost. I mean, there's there these teacher unions and all these other union, these public unions, they're completely bankrupt. 20 their pensions are like 20% funded. The property taxes, mine went up 20% last year. Um, some people's doubled. And the schools are unusable, the roads are unusable, the weather is terrible nine months out of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe people still live there, but it's nice, so, nice yeah. in kind of no the summertime.
1: <laughs> I was kind of looking at some of the stats and stuff, and like murder is currently down in Chicago year over year, but literally every other crime statistic is up.
2: Yeah, they're too busy like, doing so everything, everything else. <laughs> <laughs> they're too busy carjacking you to, to murder you.
1: And probably people have just given up fighting it and they're like, all right, whatever. Like take the car. I don't care. Just don't shoot me. So they so that's why murders are down is or are they uh, are they counting the carjacking and the The dead body on the road is just uh, incidental. It's not going to, it's not. Yeah, it was a
2: COVID death. Uh, (laughs) Or, you know, what might be happening is like all these gangs that were fighting each other over territory have now just turned on the public. We we just steal from these guys. We don't have to shoot anybody. Uh, We just have to threaten with violence. when When they're fighting over territory, they're fucking, they're killing each other.
1: I, mean, why, I don't know. Why would we keep killing each other when we could just go like threaten all these other people and they'll just they'll just yeah. roll over and give us whatever we want? We don't even have to yeah. kill each other.
2: If I had to guess, that's that's the, where the redirect is. But I
1: don't know. Do you, know. Think, do you think that? Uh, do you think that the the uh, crime is picking up because? Of climate change, like, you know, it's it's happening here as things are warming up in in August. Is it because of climate change? Because I saw an article that specifically blames climate change for the rising temperatures of violence across the world, especially right wing violence. Now, I don't think the people in Chicago are probably the correct demographic to be categorized as right wing, but I'm sure well, it could be. It I'm used sure to it- be
2: mega country. I don't know if that's <laughs> the case. Uh, how could it not be climate change <laughs> at this point? Uh, climate change would get blamed for, uh, I don't know. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> just like, what isn't climate change's fault? It does go up. Yeah. I mean, the violence does go up in when the climate changes from cold to hot, but that's just because all these people are outside and they're not in school anymore. Um, yeah i I don't know it's no it's no hotter than it normally is i mean the the summertime in chicago is always stifling it's hot and humid for a couple months and then it just gets freezing there's very little uh fall in between for apple picking and uh pumpkin spice bullshit what's the (laughs) what's the the doom loop yeah san francisco Ah, There's new entertainment option for people morbidly fascinated with San Francisco's relentless decline. A downtown doom loop walking tour. Is this not just capitalism at its best? <laughs> the anonymous dry-witted host invites tourists to discover the policy choices that made america's wealthiest city the nation's innovative leader of housing crisis addiction crisis mental health crisis and unrepentant crime crisis it's not clear if this will be an ongoing offering but the maiden tour set for august 26th is already sold out it's brilliant that is
1: awesome
2: Oh man, yeah, that's um the twenty-sixth. Yeah, just missed it. I was so I was in LA um I don't know, a couple days ago. When was that? This past weekend. I didn't see any tent cities. I was very disappointed. I guess I didn't go to the right areas. There are definitely some fucking crazy drug strung out, fucking able-bodied people that were bothering. Yeah, they're just like nuts. Like I don't know if they're on something or they're like schizophrenic or what but yeah there's there's at least a couple of those everywhere you go
1: oh this is uh, fun San Francisco has deteriorated so much that federal officials are now advising hundreds of health and human services employees to work remotely for the foreseeable future rather than wade through one of the city's most brazen open air drug markets that's just outside the Nancy Pelosi federal building on 7th street I-
2: see that's fucking bull again look where the incentives line up They trashed the city so much that now they don't even have to go into the fucking office to work anymore. That's bullshit. They should have to drudge through all that. Go. That's your commute. You did this. Congratulations. If you want it to go away, fix it. But you don't get to just stay home and avoid the fucking problem that you created. That's bullshit, man. They should have to fucking live with this. Nancy Pelosi should have to fucking walk through this shit. Every politician and government worker should have to live through the the results of their retarded policies <laughs> this is yeah i can't wait for the the um the, the video of this tour we're gonna have to do a follow-up next week
1: <laughs> yeah um, yeah this gets uh, pretty wild. impressive how can a city with a fourteen point six billion dollar annual budget be a model of urban decay? How can it spend seven hundred seventy six point eight million per year on police and have no rule of law to show for it?
2: Yeah, yeah, and these these administrators, these public servants, they're making two hundred forty grand a year, two hundred fifty grand a year, probably minimum, and that, and then their pensions are are ridiculous. They're probably making more in retirement. Than they do while they're working. I mean, that's how a lot of the the pensions in Chicago. I dude, I couldn't even when I lived there. I would just get so angry looking it up that I had to like, I can't even fucking, I can't even, you know. It's just like this guy's making five hundred grand a year in retirement. It's crazy. They're making ten times what the person paying taxes is, and they're they're retiring at fucking fifty five.
1: San Francisco spends six hundred and ninety million dollars on homeless services and received an official United Nations commendation for its treatment of the homeless. I mean, I guess you've incentivized all of the homeless to congregate there, so you must be treating them pretty good. That's because yeah. this is where they want to be,
2: right? Well, they're paying that one guy was it uh, six hundred dollars a more? month plus he gets fucking Amazon Prime and Netflix. And uh, all the drugs that he wants, clean needles, nice weather. Yeah.
1: I mean, win win. Right. All the way around.
2: God damn, man. Yeah, we just, we do (laughs) need an actual plague to just take over these fucking cities. Just wipe this, wipe this slate clean. Maybe we can start over. Right. COVID wasn't deadly enough.
1: Speaking of COVID. Uh, we've got the medical board that suspends a. Uh, oh, yeah. Crap. Oh shit. I've reached my limit okay. of free items artic- oh. or articles. So the medical bitch. board suspends the license of a doctor critical of the COVID nineteen vaccines.
2: Yeah. I just can't believe that this is still happening now after everyone's who's not critical of the vaccines anymore. Other than that guy that wouldn't debate um, RFK jr. On Rogan for fucking $2 million. Is that, is that option still out there? (laughs) I, I, I mean, like how could you not be, even if you are very pro- COVID 19 vaccines, how could you not be critical of what they came up with? It's like it's not like it's uh you know, like a flaw, even by like their like the most rosy cheerleader for COVID-19 has to admit that like eh, well, it didn't exactly do what they said, what Biden said it was gonna do. It didn't stop training. It didn't um stop you from getting it it didn't mitigate any of the symptoms it didn't really do anything
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, it's like uh so here's what they they said in short dr tim penny did not simply fail to cooperate with the board investigation she refused to cooperate and the refusal was based on her unsupported and subjective belief regarding the board's motive for the investigation. Uh, they fined her three thousand dollars because she refused to respond properly to complaints that poured in after she testified to lawmakers. Uh, I think yeah. she had she had testified that the uh, that the VAx was not doing what they said that it should be doing. So she gets right.
2: yeah they lie in other words they lied and she's calling them out on lying and so they're gonna rip away her license which these licenses are so ridiculous I love that meme where it's like licensing laws like when the government takes away your right to do something and then sells it back to you and then they can just dangle this uh this threat ahead like over your head for the for the rest of your life it's like you know do what we're gonna say we're gonna pull your license take away your license. It's like man, I don't even know if I want somebody with a with a government license to treat me for anything. I mean, what do you have to go through? What sort of brainwashing do you have to go through to get these licenses now? You know, it's like I don't want somebody with a college education <laughs> treating me for anything. Uh, at least not in the U.S. Like, where did you go to college? It's like, oh, oh, you went to Harvard? Yeah, no, uh, I'll pass, thanks.
1: Well, earlier this year, um, the state of California actually passed a a new thing that'll allow the state medical board to strip anyone of their license just for just for having the uh having a wrong opinion basically like if you say something publicly or post something on social media as a medical professional if you state anything that goes against their prescribed narrative like you might You might actually know what the fuck you're talking about and be a real doctor and have have experience with it and have seen it. But if you say something that goes against the prescribed narrative, then they will strip you of your medical license. With that, like the board can just do that. They don't you don't have to have a hearing or anything. They can just decide, all right, this person said this. That doesn't go or that goes against what we've said. They don't have a license anymore. Fuck them.
2: Yeah. And if we learned anything, uh, nothing they ever say is wrong. Uh, they got everything right on COVID from the get-go. It, it's wild, man. It, it's crazy that they have that much control over people that they will just, yeah, let's we'll pull that. Let's we'll steal your, everything that you worked for and your livelihood. gonna you know, Pull your license because you went against our narrative. That is, yeah. And remember the, the ivermectin stuff, the horse paste medicine Uh, It's like, they weren't letting doctors prescribe that. And then I don't know if it was a week or two ago, just under the radar, they've rescinded that rule. Now you can, you can prescribe Ivermectin once again, the uh, Nobel prize winning medication that's saved millions of lives. You're now allowed to, that's, it's okay again, because I, I don't know, we're, we're done bashing Joe Rogan.
1: Well, there was all sorts of like insanity that came out around the whole ivermectin thing at the time. Like, uh, I think we may have even talked about it. Like, they they talked about it in the state of Mississippi that there was a 700 percent rise in the cases of calls to poison control because of people overdosing on ivermectin. It was like, yeah. but then when you actually went and looked at the statistics, it went from like one to three or something. It's like, wait. So last year, one person had called and this year, three people have called. but that's like, we need, we need to shut down Ivermectin completely. You know, if it saved just one life,
2: there are two more idiots than there were a couple years ago. (laughs) It's just like, wow, is that all? And then they're showing fake photos of people being stuck outside the emergency room with gunshot wounds, uh, wearing their parkas in the middle of July. Like get the fuck out of here, man. They're so dishonest. It's, it really is just incredible how how dishonest they are even for somebody as red pilled as we are it's just like it's astonishing to watch them operate and just so blatant about it uh Neil deGrasse tyson some somebody commented that was not the guy that I was thinking of <laughs> although he's ducked quite a few debates as well
1: <laughs> yeah
2: he, yeah, he might have had a, a sickle cell flare-up.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah he is uh, he ducks a lot of debates I, I mean his people who trust the science are like the lowest common denominator folks these days like if if that's all you've got is that you trust the science you're probably a moron and it's not that you shouldn't do your own research it's that you're incapable you don't know what you don't even know what you would be researching that's the problem
2: or you're afraid of uh (laughs) like i I feel like neil degrasse tyson just likes being that that guy that's praised by the the corporate press and the left-wing media and all this where he he just won't say anything controversial like i heard him a couple weeks ago talking about gender and how there's a bunch of just genders and like it is what you what you feel that you are that morning when you wake up and it's like wow you're the scientist this is, the, this is the, the scientist guy telling me that however you feel in the morning, that's the science. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Just grow a pair and, and say what you would have said like 20 years ago. It's wild. There's a, I just found this website. It's called like my90stv.com or something like that. And you can go back from the 50s. They do 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And you can just watch... You just go to this website and you click play and it just starts playing TV from that decade. <laughs> and you can select like if you want to watch sports or talk shows and have commercials and it's all just to the period. I haven't had time to go back and watch stuff from like the 90s, but I would love to compare it to the commercials and the, the talk shows of today. <sighs> but we're it's progressive. We're progressing towards something. I just feel like it's the collapse of society, <laughs> civilization as we know it. Extra progressive.
1: Well, I think we've talked about that before. Like progressivism doesn't actually have an end goal. It's you do something that's progressive until you've progressed to that point, And then you just pro- keep progressing past that. And there's no actual end goal. There's no, there's no like, where, what are we trying to progress to? It's just, we need to be constantly yeah. progressing.
2: Constantly moving. Yeah. <laughs> like a shark. You just got to keep swimming. doesn't matter where you're going or how, how bad the road ahead looks. We'll just keep going, and then we'll get even more progressive until uh, we just kill everybody. That's the ultimate progression. Then we don't have to worry about climate change, and the uh, the polar bears will be safe once again, and the, and the polar ice caps as well. Uh, we're just ruining this planet, you know?
1: the reason they don't want the polar ice caps to melt is because then we would be able to find the entrance to hollow earth. And that's the last one. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Where all the, uh, secret underground bunkers are of the, the billionaire class. They're going to hide out the, the end result of these progressive policies <laughs> that they champion. Don't get
1: me started on that. We were, we had a really slow <laughs> night at work the other night and me and a couple other guys sat outside and talked about the, the poles and the uh the entrance into Hollow Earth and and all of that stuff and the, the firmament and whether or not space is real, I I, I can go pretty deep on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll this see. might make for a good happy hour. Actually, I think yeah, I'm I was off, gonna
2: say that. Save it for the next happy hour.
1: I'm I'm off work next Friday night, so I can uh, after we do our fantasy draft, I'll be able to be on on for happy hour that night, and we'll uh, yeah we'll we'll get into right we'll get that into topic.
2: Just, yeah come with your your best conspiracy theory about the earth and we'll discuss. Heck yeah. All right. Yeah, we uh I think did we get to everything? We gotta wrap pretty soon.
1: Yeah I think we covered most of it.
2: Cool because you got you got another podcast to do and my battery is about to expire. <laughs> <laughs> <So unplugged. laughs> all right you got uh, anything other than that three o'clock podcast you need to plug?
1: Uh no, I did a live stream with a uh, good friend of the show, C.D. McRae, yesterday, talking oh, about yeah, time I blindness. That. I haven't
2: had a chance. Is that a recording that we can listen to as well, or is it just live? And
1: uh, the So the video is up on Rumble. The recording will come out on all the podcatchers, not on Monday, but on the following Monday.
2: Okay. I'll wait for that. I don't know how to use Rumble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: All right. And uh, my interview is out uh, that I did with uh, Michael Thorpe. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that.
1: I haven't. I got it. I've got it bookmarked. I saw it. I saw you posting it everywhere, so I, sh- I made sure to share it. But I haven't had yeah. a chance to. it. You know,
2: you never know how these things go. I, I got some good feedback from it, but I always feel like if I enjoyed the conversation, maybe other people will as well. But you have just no idea when you you talk for like an hour with somebody and. The way my brain works i can't even remember half the things that i said so i am just like i don't know that was fun for me
1: <laughs> it's funny my wife makes fun of me because i go back and i re-watch or re-listen to every like interview i do and she's like you just did that why are you watching it again like because i don't remember a single thing that was said like i'm just interacting in the moment once it's over i, I yeah, don't know it's, what well, what
2: even I'm when doing. i yeah when i go to put these these episodes out i'm like trying to come up with the title for the show i was like what did we talk about again <laughs> oh man i'm gonna be a really fun uh dementia patient in about 15 years i think can't wait but uh anyway yeah so go go check that out um subscribe to Mikkel thorup's uh podcast he interviews a lot of interesting people and uh he's a very smart guy so i enjoy doing that hopefully uh well i don't know if he'll come on or maybe i'll do his show again on Tuesday with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on pedaling. Peace.